one aspect, one huge aspect of this story and one big part of the lives and the sort of inner lives and, and nostalgia that drive uh, Sochit and Vukmeng is this singer, Sinsisimuth, who I think we realized pretty early on that his story was so complicated that we were not going to attempt to tell the Sinsisimuth story. Other films have done that quite well and other historians have done that quite well, but he still, his music, I don't know what to, how to describe him. The Frank Sinatra, the Elvis. Elvis. Everyone. Everyone says he's the Elvis. The Cambodia. Elvis of Cambodia. He essentially in, he fused American style pop and rock music with traditional Cambodian music and made. He became just this huge rock star and he was uh, killed, brutally killed when the when the Khmer Rouge took over because the Khmer Rouge were uh, one of their one of their first uh, goals when they took over Cambodia in a violent coup was to purge the country of a kind of what they would consider bourgeois cultural intellectuals, which included artists, singers, musicians, professors, etc. Yeah. He was one of those people. So he was, I mean, he was someone who, when we were talking to So Chit and Bukmeng, they came back to him again and again. He was he's he was in some ways a north star of their project, at least in regards to music, was sort of bringing back him and his generation of pop stars and sort of preserving that history because it had been so decimated. Because you know when a country goes through something like what Cambodia went through, it's not just people that die. Archives and history and cultural you know cultural fragments are delicate things. They don't survive by themselves. You need to put in a lot of work to keep that stuff going. And when that happened, I think a lot of a lot of places, a lot of material, a lot of music, recording companies, you know, all of their tapes, records, things like that, all that stuff was destroyed and lost to history. So it's quite a task to try to centralize it. Which is also like, you know, that's why a lot of the music recorded, um, you know, after the, the Khmer Rouge is, is the Cambodian music. A lot of it is, is recorded in California and is largely a dis diasporic music. And that's how I got, uh, that's the stuff I first heard. That's right. But so, so Chit and Vukmeng, they, one of the, you know, a big part of their Miet Pum Khmer Spirit Center when we visited it was a co collecting music and uh, putting it on CD and releasing those CDs. And he had, you know, a room in his building dedicated to just, you know, stacks of CDs that he had compiled and reprinted and was redistributing basically on their own. And uh, yeah, he gave us several of Sinsithmus CDs and it was, that was my first time encountering that music. It's, I mean, it's beautiful. It's quite yeah. wonderful stuff. Far Off Sounds is a completely community-supported effort to tell the infinite story of music on Earth. If you'd like to help us continue telling that story, consider becoming a patron at patreon.com slash faroffsounds, 
where you can hear the rest of this and all the rest of our episodes in full. Thank you.